Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. Hey guys, Nick from the Pro Wrestling Podcast, and today's episode is brought to you by Suspicious Behavior Comics. Check out their series entitled Invasion from Planet WrestleTopia. When a disgruntled professional wrestler declares himself galactic champion of the universe, Earth is invaded by a planet of wrestling aliens who view it as an act of war. The issues are full of action, excitement, and even some obscure wrestling references. Check them out on Twitter at SBP underscore comics. Once again, at SBP underscore comics. And be sure to catch them on the Comixology app for Android and iOS devices. Hey guys, it's the hardcore icon, Just Incredible. I want you to listen to the best podcast in the world, Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow them on Twitter at ProWPodcast. Now that's not just the coolest, and that's not just the best Pro Wrestling Podcast. It's just incredible. Check them out. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Bold one, arm drag. Whoa! This is Brett screwed Brett. Who are you to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Bold two, arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new. Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hurst helps me. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C-Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. Hole <laughs> three. The moss-covered, three-handled family grenunzel. It's me, Austin. Got the answers, I change the questions. Oh, hell, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Mic of the World in Cleveland, Ohio. I am your dangerously, dashingly, strikingly sexy. Ever so smooth talking, ever so amazing host Nick, and with me as always is, well, quite frankly, nobody. Because, Matt, congratulations to him. Uh, we announced a couple weeks back that he is, him and his wife Tiffany are expecting their first child, Bentley. Bentley Michael is his name, BMF. Are the initials BMF, you heard that correctly, I, I am not making that up. Um, so, Matt is not here today. And neither is Rebecca. Uh, she has stuff that she's doing, which leaves me by myself. And I don't know how well it's going to come across, but I am battling a cold. So it's not a very good week for a podcast, but I love you guys. So I figured why not? I'm going to go solo and we're going to have a great time. I hope you guys are ready to have a good time because I know I am. 
And we got a lot to talk about, but first, if you want to hit up the show, the Gmail is ProWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Once again, ProWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Facebook is Facebook.com slash ProWrestlingPod. Once again, Facebook.com slash ProWrestlingPod. Twitter is at ProWPodcast. Once again, at ProWPodcast. ProWrestlingPod.blogspot.com is your official website. Once again, ProWrestlingPod.blogspot.com. Interviews, blog posts, episodes of the podcast itself. Everything is right there. You don't even need to click anything. Boom, it's right there. Available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and right here on Anchor. Now, like I said, this is going to be a very interesting show. And again, if I sniffle or anything, I do apologize. But that's just how things are going. Um, either way, again, I'm going to try my best. So we'll see how things go. I, I don't know how well this is going to, to be. I don't know how long of an episode. I'm going to assume it's probably not going to be that long of an episode. But regardless, wrestling happens and the news happens. And we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. First thing up that I want to talk about, obviously we're going to get into full gear. That is really a no-brainer. Full gear is taking place uh, by the time you guys hear this, probably Saturday. I'm doing this Friday night, so I'd say you'll probably hear it Saturday. We have a new staff member to the PWP family. Going to tell you all about that. Also, Miles Jordan is in the news from NXT. For those of you who, I'm assuming, probably know what's going on, it's quite the controversy. We're going to be talking about him. Also, WWE and their travel woes. And let's start... Well, we're not going to start there quite yet. But we do have all that and probably a little bit more. I don't know. Again, I'm kind of just winging this right now uh, just because I am the only one here. But nevertheless, like I said, we do have a new member to the PWP family and I want to give a huge shout out to Andre Stafford. You can follow him on Twitter at underscore Andre Stafford underscore. That's A N D R E S T A F F O R D. He will be taking over the blog duties for the website for prowrestlingpod.blogspot.com. Uh, for a while, it was just me doing it. Um, however, I have a lot on my plate. I kind of want to delegate responsibility. And I reached out on Twitter. I hit up the PWP Army. Got maybe like five or six responses from people who were interested. I reached out. I felt Andre was probably the uh, the best one for the job. And so definitely give him a huge warm welcome. You can find his blog post on prowrestlingpod.blogspot.com. Of course, we'll be linking everything. So thank you again, Andre, for joining the team. Who knows, maybe one of these days we can actually have you on the show. And we can talk about you know, wrestling for obvious reasons. We are a wrestling podcast after all, so it'd be kind of weird if we didn't. Sorry, I had to take a sip of water there, but yeah, so congratulations and thank you for joining the team. We're looking forward to all of your work that you can contribute to the team. So with that out the way, let's talk about this Miles Jordan thing, shall we? Because quite honestly, I am I, I want to I, I don't know where to really start with this. Miles Davis, for all intents and purposes, is a phenomenal athlete who's been doing a lot of great things in NXT. 
Uh, he won some kind of tournament. He challenged Adam Cole Bebe for the NXT Championship. However, he was unsuccessful in uh, capturing the gold. Well, now WWE as I, I guess some in, in some way of promoting the uh, brand coming to the USA Network basically released shirts for every single competitor, which it's not like it's an uncommon WWE thing. They they've released shirts for people before, you know, like their whole thing is is like if you're on the main roster, you're gonna get a shirt, and that's kind of what they did with. Uh, with him now the problem is is that and i really wish that this was a video podcast because i'd be able to show you is that his shirt had a slightly racist uh tone to it basically it represented blackface uh for lack of a better word uh blackface is a very racial stereotypical figure that is all black with bright red lips to it and smiling teeth and that's essentially the shirt that they gave him with the name Miles Jordan written inside of it. A lot of people are counter-arguing the fact that his nickname is Smiley Miley. Or Smiles Miles. Or he has Smiles for Days. I don't know. I don't watch NXT enough to really know the actual phrase. But I guess regardless, that's how it kind of just started. Was down in NXT by something more Ronaldo had actually coined. Well, obvious, for, for, for a good reason, I, I should say... Uh, Miles Jordan, he got very upset over that design. And again, I think that a lot of people probably would if you are uh, an African American. And I'm trying to scroll through right now, trying to find his actual very first tweet about it, but I don't know if I'll be able to. Uh, yeah, see, it was a while ago, so I, I don't think I'll be able to find it, but, uh, regardless, it was a very, uh, oh, wait a minute, did I just see it? Oh, shoot, I just saw it. Okay. Uh, this was the exact tweet that he left. Quote, I will keep posting this till my voice is heard. I'm not sorry for anything I say or do. Representation is important. If this is at Vince McMahon or at Triple H's vision vision in quotes, of me, then this is a slap in the face to every African-American performer, fan, and supporter. Now, that was October 27th when this all first came to light, and in doing so, the outreach for him was more than overwhelming, to say the least. He had a lot of people, not even just in WWE, but in the wrestling community as a whole, really step up and be there for him, and I feel that with <laughs> okay first off you can't have a shirt like this in WWE right you just can't it's not a good look not a good look for anybody and the fact that WWE thought that this shirt was going to be a good idea speaks volumes for their creative department I mean you you can't tell me someone in their creative or whatever the department is, the, the merchandise department, you don't think that they looked at this design and thought, oh, that doesn't look like blackface. Like, come on. It, it totally does. Uh, you could see it on his uh, actual Twitter, which is at GoGoMiles, G-O-G-O-M-Y-L-E-S. The shirt itself is, I would venture to say, very, very racist. Uh, however, WWE took the shirt down, 
And in doing so, they said that they are working with Jordan Miles to replace the shirt. However, Jordan Miles, I believe, still is commenting on how racist the shirt is and, and all this other stuff. Um, you know, I mean, look, WWE has done everything in their power to stop it. They've pulled the shirt, issued an apology, and they're even working with you. They're working with you to make the shirt right. And yet you are still complaining about it. That's not a good look for you. Um, I would understand if WWE did no actions at all. Fine. That's fair. You can do what you want. I get it. But that's not the case. The case is, is that, yeah, they finally fixed it. Here you are, and you, you, you're you still complaining about it. To me, that's a bad look. Um, and honestly, I hope he figures that out every... Or figures it out and just understands that WWE has officially uh, like like they made a mistake, you know, and they're fixing it. They're doing everything that they can to fix it. Now we posted a poll on Twitter asking if the show was racist. Sixty four percent said that it was racist, while thirty six percent said it was not. Twitter fan Volterra Chan, I really hope I'm pronouncing this right, Volterra Chan at BLK underscore living, L-I-V-I-N-G underscore D-O-L-E doll, at BLK underscore living underscore doll, has this to say, and they wrote, I'm black. If Jordan didn't say anything, I would have never knew what was bad about it, and I know what blackface is. So... Basically, you're just saying, I had no idea it was, it was a racist thing. And I kind of feel like that's where we're at with WWE. Not WWE, but just with this point in society. I know this is a wrestling podcast. I'm going to go off for a little bit. I'm going to go off the wrestling rails, so to speak. Um, as a society, I think that we're constantly evolving. And, and there's a lot of sensitivity in this country with things that don't necessarily need you really shouldn't be sensitive about but at the same time you can't really tell people what they can and can't be sensitive over and if jordan miles thinks that this is a very sensitive issue which it is he has every right that that is his right under freedom of speech but again there's a fine line between expressing your freedom of freedom of speech and also just coming off as uh arrogant and and Malicious, and I kind of feel like he's crossing that line a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I am white, so I, I don't know if I really have a leg up in this battle or not, but that's just my opinion about it. And also, congrats to Zwei on Twitter, Z-W-I-E-L-U-I-S, for answering our picture contest correct correctly. Um, we had a picture contest where Matt posted on Twitter a picture of a former wrestler and you had to guess who it was just a little friendly thing and I really hope I'm pronouncing this right it's Wylis at Z-W-I-E-L-U-I-S uh, correctly guessed that the picture was that of the former Rosebud leader himself Adam Rose you can check that out at Pro W Podcast on Twitter so yeah I don't know how racist the shirt is but then again, I'm not fully, I'm not black. So it's, 
it's hard for me to say. Like, I can't put a pulse on it if it doesn't fully relate to me, if that makes sense. I don't know if it does or not. But moving right along, we have got to talk about WWE's travel woes. Now, regardless of what you say about WWE's stance on Saudi Arabia, which we've said before in the past and will continue our stance, is that we're not going to cover any of the Saudi shows. They they are shows that, for lack of a better word, and in my opinion, shouldn't happen. But we're not getting into that. So, anyway, WWE, first off, I, I don't know who their uh, uh, person who arranges, like, the dates. Like, the, the, the schedule person, like... Okay, so we're going to be in Saudi Arabia on this date, and then we're going to fly halfway across the globe to SmackDown in Buffalo the very next day. What could go wrong? Well, this is what went wrong, WWE. In your efforts to make WWE an international brand, which I commend you for, uh, there were quote-unquote mechanical issues with the planes getting out of Saudi Arabia, who, depending on who you ask, was legitimate or wasn't. Now, we're told that Vince McMahon and his crew of people had left before these issues were apparent, as well as Brock Lesnar. Well, Brock Lesnar, I believe, chartered his own plane, and he took Hogan and Flair and a couple others with him. And meanwhile, everyone else who didn't want to charter a plane for the extra money just had to kind of kick back and wait until these issues were resolved leaving wwe kind of in a weird spot because now you have a show halfway around the globe with really 95 percent of your roster missing and it's one of those things to where i don't even blame saudi arabia i don't blame the wrestlers who I do blame is WWE and the person who makes up this stupid schedule. You shouldn't have to work a date that close to a Saudi show. You just shouldn't. You shouldn't have to. Let alone have pretty much all of your roster in Saudi Arabia. Don't you think if you're WWE, you should only take the people who, <clears throat> excuse me, who you need? Not every single person where not every single person's even going to wrestle. It's a little convoluted, and I don't blame Saudi Arabia. I don't blame the wrestlers. I blame WWE and their scheduler, because that is totally on them 100%. It's just not a good look. It just really is not a good look. And because of that, SmackDown was forced to do an NXT invasion angle, which is fine because Survivor Series is right around the corner. And we knew NXT was going to be affiliated in that somehow. And we got that first taste in what was probably the best SmackDown of the year. And we saw uh, pretty much a lot of the mainstays from NXT. We saw Shayna Baszler, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, Adam Cole Bebe, uh, a couple others as well, Bianca Belair. And it was one heck of a show. It was a great show. It was a fantastic show. And they put it on because they were in a pinch. And it worked wonders. So I guess you could say that the whole Saudi thing was essentially a blessing in disguise. 
That's what it was. It was a blessing in disguise. And now you have one of the best SmackDowns ever. And now, as I'm recording, the SmackDown's actually going on there in the UK. I have not turned it on. I'll probably watch it on delay, but regardless, I think that somehow, someway, WWE got it to work. And I don't know how, but kudos to them. And what about Adam Cole, by the way? Man. Talk about a guy who deserves everything he gets. Adam Cole is that guy. He went to Raw SmackDown. SmackDown with very little notice, and he put on a clinic of a match with Daniel Bryan, turns around, goes on Raw, and has an amazing match on Raw as well. So Adam Cole right now is the guy to beat, in my opinion, in WWE. Uh, Daniel Bryan is phenomenal, obviously, but in terms of actual in-ring competition, you'll be very hard-pressed to find anyone who's nearly as good in the ring as Adam Cole Bebe. Um, and then on NXT, NXT got a little brief invasion when the OC invaded, and they were eyeing down the Undisputed Era. So it would, it's a wild time to be alive and to be a wrestling fan. There's so much going on. There's so much attitude. I don't know if that's the right word. Whatever it is, I like it. They need to do more of it because it's that. it's just that awesome to watch really once you think about it no matter what you're watching whether if it's raw smackdown nxt aew nwa ring of honor whatever it is i've said this before and i'll say it again it's a fantastic time to be a wrestling fan it absolutely is it's just a lot going on i love it also let's not forget that now ring of honor got picked up in several more Fox Sports markets, meaning that now Ring of Honor has thrown their name into the hat as well. Isn't that great? I just love it. The more wrestling, the better. And I'm glad Ring of Honor is doing something because they were dwindling for such a long time. Ring of Honor really needed to pick up steam. It seems like they're doing it. Good for them. That's great. Okay, so... We discussed Miles uh, Jordan and his quasi-racist shirt that WWE put out. We welcome Andre Stafford to the PWP team. Uh, once again, I have a cold. I'm very congested. I can hear it, and it's throwing me off. It's throwing me through a loop. I don't like it. We discussed WWE's tra travel woes in Saudi Arabia. But there's a little bit more that we got to get into, and that is... Your AEW Full Gear pay-per-view prediction show. Here we are. I've been waiting for this moment for a while. The build? The build's been incredible. I love it. We've seen a lot of great talent, a lot of great matches leading up to this pay-per-view. Some great promos, whether that's on TNT or if it's on YouTube, on AEW's YouTube or being the elite, whatever it is. A lot of great stuff. Loving it. So, for AEW Full Gear, there are eight matches announced with one pre-show match included. And so, Matt's not here, so let's just go down the list and, you know, we'll do it like we normally do. John Moxley will be taking on Kenny Omega in a non-sanctioned lights-out match. This match will not go on either guy's AEW record. It's a little interesting. Curious to see how they do it. Chris Jericho 
defending his AEW World Championship against Cody. Now, if Cody loses, he will never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. The Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson take on Santana and Ortiz. Hangman Adam Page versus the Bastard Pack. B Priestley will be taking on Britt Baker, MD, in the pre-show match. Rhea will be defending her AEW Wounds Championship against the woman who trained her, Emi Sakura. SCU, SoCal Uncensored, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky defend their AEW Tag Team Championships against the Lucha Bros, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix, and Private Party. The bad boy Joey Janela will be taking on Sean Spears, which is where we're gonna start. This match, I kind of feel, I kind of feel like this was just shoehorned in. I kind of feel like they needed another match, so they turned to Joey Janela and Sean Spears, which I'm fine with. I like both guys. I think this will be a great match. I I always felt like Sean Spears was highly underutilized, whether if it was in WWE or even now in AEW, he's barely on TV. Joey Janela is just awesome. He lives up to the bad boy moniker. He does. You can't tell me otherwise. Joey Janela is awesome. With that being said, do I have interest in this match? No. I would have had interest if they actually properly built it, but again, it it's shoehorned in. So it's kind of hard for me to get invested in a match that's shoehorned in. So I don't know. I'm going to have to go with, I guess, Joey Janela because why not? I, I love Joey. So we'll, we'll pick Joey Janela. What about SCU versus the Lucha Bros versus Private Party for the AEW Tag Team Championships? Well, I don't see SCU dropping them. They just won the Tells two weeks ago. That doesn't make sense. I don't understand why the the finals for the tag team tournament isn't happening on full gear I don't know why they just randomly crowned them within uh, an episode of Dynamite should have added another team to the mix and then have last week on Dynamite sort of be like the the cool down and then full gear be the finals I don't know why they didn't do that and that's fine you know I mean I, it's, it's just it's a preference more of a criticism but that said, SCU is going to win. I find it very hard to believe that they will drop the titles. I do. I will say this, though. I think the Lucha Bros and Private Party, respectively, I think both teams will have the tag titles sometime in the future. I don't know when, but I can kind of... I can almost guarantee it. Both teams are great. I, I should say all three teams are great. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see, but I, I don't see any reason why SCU should lose the AEW Tag Team Championships. Rio will be defending her AEW Women's Championship against Emi Emmy, Emmy Sakura, who is the same person who trained her. Now, I love the storyline. I love the dynamic. Uh, I think Rio is undoubtedly... Probably my favorite woman in AEW next to Britt Baker, MD. And I think that's the matchup that we're going to eventually get is Rio versus Britt Baker. But right now, I don't see any reason for Rio to lose it. Although, I will say this. I'm not fully sold on the fact that she can keep it either. I'd love to see her lose the title, but I don't 
think right now would be good timing for it. I'd like to see her record, though, more than anything. See where she's at. See exactly how good she is. I don't know. That would be a very interesting uh, stat to bring up. But I think regardless, I think Riho is going to retain the title. For the pre-show, you have B. Breesley versus Britt Baker, M.D., Kind of a shocker, this is on the pre-show, not going to lie. Should be on the main card, but I get it. I absolutely get it. You know, you might... I, I don't understand why Joey Janela Sean Spears is on the pre-show and B. Priestley, B. Priestley versus Britt Baker isn't on the main show. At least these ones have actually had time on TV. How mad are you if you're Britt Baker, by the way? You're not getting on the actual card for the pay-per-view. You... You're barely featured enough as it is on TV, and you were also left out of the very first Dynamite taping. I don't know. I just think that she's getting the short end of the stick for no reason. But regardless, I'm going to go Britt Baker, MD, because I, I, I love Britt. Her in-ring work is genius. She plays her character very well. She knows the, can, uh, the, the way she can control the character. She's great. The, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm on Team Baker. Unless she faces Riho, then I'd really have to think about it. But, 9 times out of 10, I think I might choose Britt Baker. The Hangman versus The Bastard. Uh, it's going to be a good match. It's going to be hard-hitting. You're going to see a lot of counters, I think. And I think you're also going to see a lot of high-risk moves. Uh, I think these two guys, their styles blend together very well. There's no reason why this match, I would dare say, could even steal the show. I maintain the fact that I believe that the Hangman should have been AEW champion. He's not. I'm over it, though. It's fine, but he has a worthy competitor in the name of Pac, or Pac, however you decide to say it. I've, I've heard it both ways. I don't know what exactly is the proper way to say it, so I flip back and forth. But... Regardless, I don't know. I, I like both of these guys. I love their feud. Um, you could tell that the crowd's into it every single show. With that said, I'm going to go Bastard. I think he needs a win. I hate the fact that I'm going against my man, Adam Page, but I don't know. I kind of feel like I have to on this one. Not a fan, but have to say it. The Young Bucks taking on Santana and Ortiz in a straight-up tag match. I kind of feel like Santana and Ortiz should win this. I really do. And here's why. They are doing great things. They're a part of the Inner Circle. And, man, how awesome has the Inner Circle been? Love the Inner Circle. I love the fact that right away on TV, when Dynamite first became a thing, they went, okay, we have this new group. It's going to be our version of not necessarily the NWO, NWO, but just a fantastic stable that you can get behind. And Jericho's the ringleader. I love it. Jericho's done great things for the inner circle. Santana and Ortiz are phenomenal. They're just beasts. They're amazing. Sammy Guevara's the young upstart rookie of the group. The Spanish god, as Jericho calls him. I find funny beyond belief. And Jake Hager is the silent muscle type, which I like. We're going to get into 
Jericho and Cody in a little bit, but regarding the Young Bucks and Santana and Ortiz, I'm going Santana and Ortiz. I love the Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson. I think that they are phenomenal, but I think that Santana and Ortiz need to make an impact. The Young Bucks don't need this. They don't. Santana and Ortiz do. That's what it boils down to. I think that when you have a team like Santana and Ortiz who are very talented, obviously, but also haven't really had too many in-ring matches, you need to showcase them here, and I feel like that they will. And the Young Bucks are the team to do it against. So for me, it's a no-brainer. I think that Santana and Ortiz will, in my opinion, win the match. It's not going to be a huge, a huge one-sided thing, but it's going to be a great match. Le Champion, Chris Jericho, will he be popping a little bit of bubbly when he takes on Cody for the AEW World Championship? And again, if Cody loses, he'll never challenge for the AEW World Championship ever again. I feel like Jericho's going to win this, but I feel like he's going to win it, but the inner circle is going to have something to do with that, and there's going to be a technicality there to where Cody's going to reverse that decision, and then he'll challenge Jericho again. I don't know if I like that. It's a schmaz finish, and yes, a schmaz finish is a thing. Um, I get it if they do it. I mean, I don't know if I'm a big fan of that, but I fully predict an inner circle sweep tonight between Jericho and Santana and Ortiz. I think Jericho's going to beat them. How about that parody promo of Jericho's? Oh, man, that was that funny. That was hilarious. Cody does this four-minute promo package of Brandy talking to him and then him kissing her and showing his workout routine, all this other stuff. Jericho does the same exact thing, except he parodies it. Cody kisses Brandy. Jericho kisses Sammy. And Cody takes a bath, I believe it was. Jericho took a cold bath with ice in the bathtub, and he's spewing water out of his mouth. It's great. Jericho, everything Jericho does just turns to gold. And what about a Virgil cameo, really? I didn't think I needed a Virgil cameo in 2019, but here we are. I needed a Virgil cameo. So thank you for that, Chris. Thanks, Le Champion. And I hope you pop a little bit of bubbly. I just like saying that. That's fun. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega in a non-sanctioned lights-out match. This is going to be a good match. That's um, going to be a brawl. It's going to be hardcore. It's going to be violent. I expect Moxley to win. But I don't want to say that because Kenny needs a win as well. Kenny's track record on AEW television is not that good. John Moxley's I don't think is that good either. But Moxley can afford a loss. So, with that being said, my official pick is Kenny Omega. Again, Kenny needs it. It's going to be interesting to see how they book this match. I don't know what a non-sanctioned lights-out match is, but we're going to find out. And hopefully it'll be a good match. I, I think overall, Full Gear is going to be a phenomenal pay-per-view. I really do. I think that the matches are properly booked. I think that the rivalries going into the show have been great. Dynamite's been phenomenal. Dark has been phenomenal. So let's just keep it going. Let's just keep that ball rolling. And I think AEW's going to do that.
so how you feel, Nick? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, usually that's the part where Matt chimes in, but Matt's not here. So I apologize for this being a very condensed version of the podcast. However, again, I am not feeling 100%. Matt's not here. Rebecca's unavailable. So really my best bet was I was shooting for a half hour. I'm, I'm over the half hour mark. I think you guys will be fine for two weeks while I recover. I don't think you have a problem with that. You better not. But if you do, I think you should contact me and let me know. And with that being said, you can hit the show. The Gmail is prosingpod at gmail.com. Once again, prosingpod at gmail.com. Facebook, facebook.com slash prowrestlingpod. Once again, facebook.com slash prowrestlingpod. The Twitter is at prowpodcast. Once again, at prowpodcast. Prowrestlingpod.blogspot.com is your official website. Once again, prowrestlingpod.blogspot.com. You can find episodes of the show, interviews, blog posts, courtesy of Andre Stafford. You can follow him on Twitter underscore Andre Stafford underscore. He is the newest member of the PWP team. Big shout out to him. Also, we are available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, right here on Anchor. My name is Nick. I'll see you guys next time. Full gear, baby. Le champion. has arrived. We are broadcasting raw live from my ass. Boom, boom. I'd rather watch two old women slap my ass. <laughs> Woo. That's as tough as a chunk of my ass. Here comes the biggest ass. The big man is back. Jim Raw, 350 pounds here. Say hello to my ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest spectacle on earth. My ass. 30 men will enter my ass. You know what I mean. The most important thing to a tag team is my ass. I totally agree with you, JR. Here you go, King. Kiss my ass. I wish you would jump on top of me, JR. It disgusts me to see my ass. My daughter's nursery rhymes are more aggressive than this. I can't help but look at the butt, JR. What? <laughs> <laughs>